Okay, well, we'd like to welcome everybody to today's um, podcast with Orion. Um, we, if you have always wondered what Orion means, it actually means to rise up. And so we are calling our podcast um, Rise Up with Orion. And um, this is our very first recording, and we're excited to have Nicole Christensen here with us. She is an expert um, in safe beauty products, and I'm going to let her introduce herself a little bit more. Um, but uh, every month, we are excited to find industry experts around the country to educate us and help us on how we can rise up and engage in our own health. And, and be advocates for ourselves as far as taking good care of ourselves. And so um, Nicole is a clean beauty advocate with uh, Beauty Counter, which is a company that is passionate about providing safe products for you to use in your personal care. And so we're going to let her teach us a little bit about what she does for Beauty Counter, a little bit about what we need to know about what's in the products we use every day. And uh, we're gonna go ahead and uh, introduce her. Thanks for joining us, Nicole. Oh my gosh, thank you, Anne. Um, so yeah, welcome. Hello, I'm Nicole Christensen. And um, you know, like many of you probably listening, I am a mom, I'm a wife, um, and I'm a friend. And really, I just wanna get ready in the morning and go on with my day. But if you're like me, you've made a lot of assumptions, and especially around the products that you buy at stores, and that you assume that they're safe for you. My background's actually in commercial design and architecture, so disclaimer, absolutely nothing to do with personal care products. But after completely resolving my chronic allergies, um, to the point where I had two sinus surgeries, been on every medicine known to man um, through changing my diet, my eyes are really opened to that kind of old saying, you know, you are what you eat and how food can have a huge impact on your health. And then I started to hear that ingredients and personal care products were being linked to hormone destruction or were known carcinogens. And I found out that my skin is actually my largest organ. So it's really important that I put on it things that are healthy and safe. And I was shocked when I learned that the products I was buying were loaded with potentially harmful ingredients. So I joined forces um, almost six years ago now with the leader of the clean beauty movement, Beauty Counter, right after being newly married. So I started learning, I started advocating and growing my business while also starting trying to start a family. Unfortunately, we spent the next four years trying to conceive, which never happened, and is most likely due to my now diagnosed stage three endometriosis, which can be caused by high levels of estrogen, which is what a lot of the hormone disrupting chemicals and personal care products are doing to our system. Last year, I'm happy to report that we adopted our beautiful daughter. But what I've learned, and I feel an enormous obligation to share, is that products we all use, most likely on a daily basis, are being linked to many health issues. And it's a large piece of the puzzle for our overall health that's been drastically overlooked. So how many products do you use a day? I know when I was first asked this question, and I consider myself kind of a low-maintenance person, um, I was shocked at how many products I actually use in a given day. The average woman uses 12 products a day, the average man, seven, the average teenage girl, 17. So if you go through that list, you know, shampoo, conditioner, shave cream, toothpaste, deodorant, foundation, face moisturizer, perfume, eyeshadow, right? The list can go on and on. Um, this can mean exposure to hundreds of chemicals just in the course of a morning routine. Now, not all chemicals are bad for us. 
our body is actually made up of chemicals. Um, and so is everything else, including food and even water. If you think back to your periodic table, H2O, water is a chemical um, and water is good for us. Um, but toxic chemicals, however, are bad for us. Toxic means those chemicals that can come, cause harm to our cells or our organs. They can cause neurological damage and or altering important biological systems. Toxic chemicals enter our bodies in different ways. Um, in the case of personal care products, which we're focusing on today, they enter our bodies through our skin, again, our largest organ, our lips, and our nails when we apply the products, and through our airways when we inhale particles from powders and sprays. And unfortunately, what studies are finding is that more than 200 synthetic chemicals, many known to be toxic, are found in the bodies of nearly all Americans, even including newborn infants who are exposed to these chemicals in utero. Um, and that was so sad and discouraging to me, you know, that before being exposed, um, children are being born pre-polluted. So this kind of begs the question, well, if I buy a product in the United States, then it's been tested for safety and it's good for me, right? Unfortunately, it is perfectly legal for U.S. companies to use known carcinogens and toxic ingredients in the products we use every day. Right now, the European Union bans or restricts about 1,300 ingredients from personal care products. Canada has banned around um, 600, while the U.S. has banned 30. Three, zero. Isn't that insane? And we assume, most Americans assume that the products we buy have been tested by the federal government. We, I would say most of us, myself included, consider that we live in a very highly regulated society. However, personal care products are largely unregulated. In fact, it's been since 1938, 80 years since Congress last updated a federal law designed to ensure that personal care products are safe. There are almost 13,000 chemicals that are used in cosmetics, which only about 10% have ever been evaluated for safety. The Food and Drug Administration is the federal agency that oversees the cosmetic industry. And under this 1938 Act, um, the FDA has virtually no power to regulate the personal care industry. The FDA's authority over cosmetics is different from other products it regulates, such as drugs, foods, biologics, and medical devices. Um, personal care products are some of the least regulated consumer products on the market. The FDA does not require that cosmetic ingredients be assessed for safety before they go onto the market, and they cannot issue a product recall. So, you know, when your spinach gets E. coli, right, it's on every news station. We hear about it. You can return it. You can get your money back. Um, that is unfortunately not the case. Um, you might have heard that there was even um, eyeshadow that was found to have asbestos in it, which we all know how toxic asbestos is. Um, the FDA had no recall action. According to the Office of Cosmetics and Colors at the FDA, and this is a quote, a cosmetic manufacturer may use almost any raw material as a cosmetic ingredient and market the product without an approval from the FDA. So, big picture, environmental health kind of 101. How much can your environment impact your health? And when we talk about environment, we're talking about everything from the exposure to um, you know, daily life, the air we breathe, our genetics, the trees, um, and also the things that we are putting on our bodies. And it can impact our health a lot. Right now, one in three women and one in two men will be diagnosed with cancer in their lifetime. Now, am I saying that your lipstick or your body lotion is giving you cancer? 
it's unfortunately not that simple to answer. The chemicals present in any one cosmetic or personal care product are unlikely to cause serious harm. But none of us use just one product. Um, I wish. I wish I could use one product and I would handle all of my, my issues. That would be amazing. Think about how many products you use in a single day, like that last exercise. Now in a year and over a lifetime, these chemicals are accumulating in our bodies and are proving harmful over time. In addition, exposure to some chemicals can have bigger impacts during certain periods of development, like while we're in utero or during infancy or puberty, very high developmental years. And currently, one in eight women in the United States will be diagnosed with breast cancer in their lifetime. 40 years ago, it was one in 10. You used to really have to actually have um, a family history with breast cancer to even be worried about breast cancer. And that is sadly no longer the case. Difficulty in conceiving, which I have experienced, is up 40% since 1982. And men are not free from these harmful effects either, as toxic chemicals are being linked to reduced sperm count and overall male reproductive health. Chemicals that mimic estrogen or estrogenetic activities in the body are particularly harmful in terms of early onset puberty, which we're seeing more and more of. Now, puberty at an early age is not only frustrating for parents, um, who needs a preteen any earlier, but it can also lead to an increased risk in breast cancer, obesity, heart disease, and early onset diabetes. Women with higher levels of personal care chemicals in their bodies experience menopause two to four years earlier than women with lower levels, and that earlier onset of menopause can lead to earlier development of heart disease and osteoporosis. Now, is this all doom and gloom? Because I know I just gave a lot of stats there um, that can be rather depressing. And I want to say that there is good news. Number one, you are here and knowledge is power. And that we are finding that making small changes, switching your personal care products to safer products, and reducing your chemical exposure can really make a difference. A study out of the University of California at Berkeley has shown that the use of safer personal care products that are free from ingredients like phthalates, parabens, triclosan that are known linked to harmful health um, issues. When we get rid of those, we can significantly reduce the chemicals found in our body. And in fact, after three days, um, there was a 20 to 40% drop. So, you know, I don't know any diet or workout that after three days you can see results. So this was very encouraging to me, that this is a change that I can make. I can know that it is making a difference and it's going to be immediate um, impacts to my health. And it's, this is the reason really why we're here today and why Orient wanted to share this with you. Um, and also take heart and know that Beauty Counter, the company I work for, we're fighting to ensure that all products are safer by supporting legislative change that moves the beauty industry forward into providing transparency and accountability for the health of everyone, no matter where you shop. So things are being done and consumers are demanding cleaner, safer products. And this is all imperative to helping to um, change this. And this is really why we feel this is so important because you know, we can't always control the air that we breathe or our genetics, but we can control what we put on our body, um, what we put on our family's bodies. So what are the ingredients to look at and to avoid? 
Um, Beauty Counter has what we like to call our never list, which took those 1,300 ingredients that the EU banned, the 600 that Canada banned, the very exciting 30 that the United States banned, and it's over 1,500 harmful or questionable ingredients that we will never use in our products. So that's great if you're buying Beauty Counter, but we make this never list available to anyone. So you're also able to check your products that you're using and their ingredients against our never list. And so if you see an ingredient um, on one of your products that's on our never list, you know, that's kind of a red flag that this may not be a safe product. The three easiest ingredients, as if you've ever looked at the back of a label, there are a lot of words that are extremely hard to pronounce. Um, but parabens, um, and typically they, there might be a word in front of that word, um, but if it ends in paraben, that that is something you don't want. Parabens are a preservative. They're very common in personal care products, um, and they have been found in breast cancer um, tumors. PEG, it'll be all caps, the letter P, the letter E, the letter G, and then usually a number, so like PEG 17 or PEG 20. Um, those are typically contaminated with very harmful chemicals, um, so you want to steer away from those. And then the word fragrance or perfume, which is typically the last ingredient in, a, in an ingredient list. So that also just makes it easier to spot, as you can immediately just scroll to the bottom, and if you see fragrance or perfume, it's a big red flag. And it's a big red flag because typically synthetic fragrance is made up of hundreds of chemicals, but since fragrance is considered a trade secret, companies do not have to disclose the ingredients used to create their fragrances. And so we as the consumer are left in the dark, not knowing if it's safe or not. It's a huge industry loophole. Um, and to really, again, be reminiscent of the fact that since it has been since 1938 that we've passed a major law, that there's a lot of greenwashing. It is really the wild, wild west. Um, I like to use the example of how we are seeing a lot of food labels these days that I think state the obvious. Um, so like natural chicken or natural eggs. Aren't these items natural always and forever, right? I, I don't want a synthetic chicken breast. I want a natural chicken breast. Um, but they're labeling that because they're marketing to pull on something within us that makes us feel like it's better for us. Um, so step one is really awareness. So again, bravo to you for taking the time to join us today and listen and to really start this process of looking at what it is you put on your body day in and day out. And so, you know, because when you know better, you can then do better. And I have a favorite quote that says, knowledge is power, but only when you apply it. So where do we go from here? Um, there's a fantastic documentary on Netflix called Stink that I can't recommend enough that will help visually kind of show what we're talking about um, and kind of dives a little bit deeper into this topic, as well as make that list of the products you're using. What are you running low on? Um, that's a great first step in looking at a product that you could start to see. Is this safe for me or not? If it's safe and you love it, you know, keep using it. If not, let's look at buying a safer product for the um, next round of shampoo or sunscreen or whatever it is that you're running low on. You can also visit EWG.org, which is Environmental Working Group. They are a trusted nonprofit that provides a wealth of information and resources for cleaner living. Um, I love this website and frequent it often. 
as well as you are more than welcome to reach out to me. My website is beautycounter.com slash Nicole Christensen, and you can reach out to me there via email, um, and I'm happy to help you. And you can also see Beauty Counter's network list there, as well as tune in for part two in February, where we're really going to look at what it is you use daily and what tools are out there to help you make that switch to safer. Um, and I think Anne also mentioned that if there are questions that come up between now and then, that we can really tailor that um, podcast to be relevant and helpful for you now that you know this information. So with that, Anne, um, that's what I had to share today. I really appreciate you sharing all that. I'm actually really, really surprised um, to find out how little regulation there is on our personal care products. I, that's, that, that's actually really new information to me. I think I had more trust in the system that would protect us from using actual carcinogens in our eyeshadow <laughs> or, or whatnot. No. And so as a mom, I have a, three teenage daughters right now and, um, you know, the 17 products a day and the fact that they're going through puberty and adolescence, I mean, it's an important thing for us to kind of do better on, you know, and that doesn't mean chucking everything in the whole house. I like your suggestion to, you know, start with something you use a lot of or something you're running low on, uh, visiting your never list, uh, use, checking out, was it EWC or EWG.org mm -hmm. um, to educate ourselves a little bit more and just checking out the labels for parabens and um, the other products that you warned us about. So that's a really great way <laughs> to, to start. What do you think? Um, what do you think? I mean, starting there and then, of course, I guess you've kind of answered some of my questions, like going ahead and watching that Netflix film, Sync. What is it about that that you thought you learned the most from that documentary? You know, I think sometimes is, you know, we learn in different ways. So today, this was an audible learning. Um, I think there's something to be said for visual learning. And so kind of watching it. And this was a father um, who found out that there were chemical fire retardants in his children's um, pajamas mm -hmm. and started questioning, why is a fire retardant in my child's pajamas? Um, and that's another way, you know, you're sleeping in that, that's touching your skin. So those chemicals are, um, you know, penetrating your child's skin. Um, and so he went down the rabbit hole, if you will, um, and kind of wanting to look at the toxic chemicals that are marketed and used in his children's products. Um, so I just like, you know, the way that it's presented, I thought was really well done. Um, it's highly educational and it's just another way. Sometimes it takes hearing things or seeing things a couple of times for that light bulb to go off and to make those connections. So um, that's why I like to recommend that movie. Yeah, that's a great idea because we'll hear this today and we'll think about it and we're like, this is important, but then we'll go on with our lives and get busy. So it'll be another way to reinforce the message. Um, totally. Yeah, yeah. And then as far as as far as finding better options, of course, that's where we can visit beautycounter.com. Um, are there other resources to find safe products that you recommend um, as far as, okay, so we know we need new stuff. Now, how do we find what we're, what we need instead? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and we'll definitely dive more into this on the next one. What's hard is that I, I, I will say it's hard. It is hard to find companies being transparent. Um, and so it's using things like the Environmental Working Group um, website where you can type in a product and it'll 
score its safety. Um, or if you download their app, you can scan a barcode, which is far easier. Um, it does require a little bit of legwork. Um, if, if it's not a company like Beauty Counter, who's being 100% transparent. Um, I will oftentimes share if I find, you know, a deodorant or something that I'm using, um, you know, with my network to say, hey, like, this is a trusted um, resource that I've done the research on and have found to perform to my standards and blah, blah, right? So it's, it's really linking arms with one another um, and sharing that information since there's very little regulation. So, you know, it's, companies aren't really required to tell us um, if their product is safe or not. Gotcha. gotcha. Well, it's, a, it's an important piece to, to learn about and, and just the education as a great starting place. I really appreciate your willingness to share with us. We hope everyone will join us again next, next month. On February 19th is when we'll be recording and, and it should be uh, coming to you soon. Um, Beyond that, if you have anything that you would like Nicole to cover and address in our next uh, podcast, make sure you let us know here at Orion or like, or like Nicole gave um, her contact information, which is beautycounter slash Nicole Christensen is where you'll find her and, and a, uh, the option to email her there to let her know what else you might want to know as part of our next presentations. Thank you so Absolutely. much, Nicole, for joining us. So we really appreciate it, and we'll look forward to connecting again soon. So, Yes, I love it. Here's to switching to safer. That's right. <laughs> Thank you. Have a great day. Thanks. You too. Bye. Bye.